Assalamualaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq el and you can keep up with us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. Use that same username to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast at. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, and any other platform that you might be familiar with. You will find us at Radio Islam USA. So subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share. That's right. You got to share. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Recycle Processes, for their continued support, as well as the support of CIOGC. That's Council of Islamic Organizations, Greater Chicago. We thank you for your support, and we congratulate you on your recent annual dinner. Heard that it was a great turnout. So uh, we are definitely keeping you all in our, our prayers and our well wishes. So keep up the great work. All right, family. I am joined in studio by fellow Radio Islam host, Sadiq bin Abdullah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. And I'll give you all a bit of a heads up. Uh, a little bit later on, she'll just be flying in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So when you hear that, when you hear her voice, right, don't think that, uh, you know, something, we just pull the wool over your eyes. Uh, but uh, Aiden Anwar is going to be joining us, uh, inshallah, pretty soon. Inshallah. Uh, yeah, as we get into our conversation. So today we are talking about the three Ps. Uh-oh. Three Ps, right? <laughs> right? Yes, we just picked the we picked the letter out, and that's what we're gonna roll with uh, for today. And those three Ps are, guess what? They are parking. What's Popeyes. the next one? Popeyes <laughs> and public school. <laughs> right. That's that's our theme for today. Right. So we're talking parking, uh, uh, Popeyes and public school. So parking, right? If you are in Chicago, if you are in a major city period you know that parking especially in the downtown area is always uh, it's difficult to find parking and in Chicago in particular I mean we got more uh, we got more parking garages downtown yeah probably as many parking garages as we do buildings they at least like on every like block yeah almost yeah <laughs> and what comes with parking or at least what Chicago has really become known for uh, is the punitive nature of um, a parking enforcement. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can get a boot, you can get a ticket. Uh, it seems that's just, you know, you just run the risk. Uh, if you're parking at a meter, stay on top of the meter because with parking comes what? The fees. parking patrol and right. fees, right? right? So I don't, I don't even know what they're called. Are they... Just parking enforcement, are there? I, yeah, I probably think so. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Parking, like, uh, I know they have like different, like parking, parking patrol or whatever. Yeah. Which is separate from police, but that's. Yeah, yeah well, they, they are the police of parking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we saw a story. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is really recent. Uh, a guy over in, I think it was Gage Park, he was arrested and charged with threatening to shoot parking ticket riders. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, of course, if you have gotten a ticket, if you've gotten a boot, as a matter of fact, I'm going to I'm gonna share my boot story okay. uh, in a minute, but after this story. So the, the story is a 36-year-old man, he's facing misdemeanor charges after he allegedly threatened to shoot two city workers who wrote him a parking ticket last week. <laughs> so the guy, uh, he's been charged with misdemeanor aggravated assault against a municipal employee, right? That's according to uh, Chicago police. But you can almost see how, of course, we don't want right. a parking ticket or right. boot, you know, res res resulting in anybody's, right. you know, uh, physical injury or yeah. death, you know, God forbid. But you can understand how frustrating that has to be. Yeah. You know, have you... Have you I've, I've gotten... Uh, parking tickets before. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, in not not here in Chicago, but back in Minneapolis. Okay, so that was interesting. <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah, I've gotten a parking ticket not here in Chicago, back in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, I was at the time I was uh, still in school at the University of Minnesota, and uh, I was in South Minneapolis on the West Bank end of the campus, mm -hmm. and uh, it was an old neighborhood. I used to park my car in the same spot every single time because it was just the perfect spot. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one time I, 
parked a little bit too close to the stop sign at the end of the block <laughs> by mistake. It got you for that. The, yeah, and the thirty-six dollar uh, parking ticket, but uh, could have been worse. Yeah. Now, um, when we talk about punitive uh, parking uh, ticket policies, th uh, things like that, what happens if you don't pay the parking? Is what was the timeline? The timeline. I think. Uh, oh, this is a while ago. This is back in like 2014, 2013. Okay. Um, I think like the timeline was maybe about like you have like 30 days, 40 days, whatever to, to pay it off, and if you don't, then you got to go to court and all that. You know, the, the standard right. you know procedure. Right. But did they have a boot a policy I th there? I, I think they. I think they did. Okay. Yeah. And it, like, if you like left your car in in this spot. Mm -hmm. Without moving it for X amount of days, whatever, then they would come in. And, yeah. yeah. Now, was it the police that gave the tickets, or did they have their own specialized parking enforcement unit? Do you remember? I don't remember, but I I want to say. I want to say it was like their own uh, police uh, parking patrol. Yeah. But it might have been the police. Yeah. It might have been the police. Yeah. Well, um, I remember I got a ticket in Springfield. Okay. And it was like, I think like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really? Yeah, it was nothing. It was like ten. I was like, wow, right? This was. This is <laughs> cheaper this is than parking. <laughs> this is cheaper than parking in a garage. This is wonderful. Yeah, and Chicago was like, I, I didn't even mind. I was like, okay, yeah. right? <laughs> Makes like, your day. It doesn't yeah. even upset you. <laughs> you get a you get a ticket here in Chicago. It's awful. Yeah, man. You feel how, how much is a parking ticket like here in downtown? Because that, because um, like where I, like my parking ticket in downtown Minneapolis. I mean, granted, of course, it was a different states. So of course, there's different laws and everything, right. different protocol, different procedures. Um, so of course, you know, naturally, the, the fines and the fees are going to be different, of course. Right. Uh, but it was still relatively close to downtown Minneapolis, and I would assume like the closer you are to downtown, um, the more expensive the yeah, the, the, fine, the fine's going to be, right? Right. In in any like you know uh, state you go to, really, mm. generally speaking, that's tends to be the the the, the rule. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you know, thirty six dollars, it's it's bad, but it's not horrible. Um, how no. much is it here in downtown Chicago if you get fined? Okay, so I have not gotten a parking ticket downtown, but I did get a. Oh no, no, that's not right. That's not right <laughs> because I because I have a boot story, which means oh okay yeah. Um, so it gets worse. Yeah, definitely worse. <laughs> but I did get like a, a I turned right on red. Oh uh, gosh, and. Uh, no, it wasn't turn right. It was I turned, and it says no turn. Allowed. Okay, okay. Matter of okay. fact, it's right over on, um, I think it's Jackson or Van Buren. It's right next to DePaul. Okay. And it's a it's a big sign, and I just totally missed it. <laughs> yeah, I totally yeah. missed it. So, uh, police officer, I got a ticket. I think it was like, I want to say it was like a hundred dollars. Oh no. Yeah, I want to say it was hundred. But here's yeah. the thing. So these tickets they double. After, you know, after yeah. I don't know, was it a, a month or something like that or yeah. whatever? That's if you don't pay them immediately, right? Okay, if you don't pay them. And the problem with that, <clears throat> which Chicago has been known for, and we'll kind of get into one of the changes that has been made, which is going right. to hopefully bring about some uh, relief <laughs> for folks. Uh, the problem is, it, is it really has been a drain on uh, on folks who are working you know yeah. just working class folks right. you don't just have an extra hundred dollars sitting around right to give to the city right yeah. so um, yeah but I think it was like a hundred bucks um, that's a lot yeah it yeah. is yeah. right now now check this out so here's my boot story and and this is a completely this is a a higher level of frustration yeah right you come out to your car it's and gone. you realize, well, I mean, when all they're gone, it's still sitting there. Yeah. But you're not going anywhere. Right, right, right. <laughs> You know, sit there with a boot on it. I had a, I was, I think I was driving, what happened? I, I can't remember whose ticket it was. Somebody had gotten a ticket on my car. Oh, okay. Right? Um, let one of my relatives drive. Yeah. And, you know, didn't know about it. Yeah. And that's how I found out about oh, it. Oh, no. But the problem with that is, you're not only paying to get paying the tickets, but you got to pay for them to remove to get the boot off. Yeah, this boot. So wow. I spent like six, almost seven hundred dollars. Oh. Yeah. What? 
Yeah. And then you got to sit up and wait for them. And, you know, heaven forbid if they take your car to the pound. Yeah. Because now you got to pay storage fees. Oh, no. Right? So this poor guy who was that frustrated about the, the tickets, yeah. you know. He's, he's, Threatened he, to. <laughs> yeah. just lost his mind. Shoot y'all, you know. <laughs> But you really you start to feel like the system is out to get you when you see the bands yeah. rolling down yeah. the street. Yeah, you know, checking license plates. Yeah, I'm uh, just constantly paranoid. You just you're not. You have to got to go back and double check. Oh, is a safe parking spot? Is it not? What am I? You know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> or if you're one of the people, you got a ticket, but you could. You know, it's just not in your budget. You got to make a choice between. Yeah. Am I going to buy groceries this week? Yeah. You know. Am I going to feed my family or am I about to pay this $100 ticket? Yeah. Yeah. It's that, rough. Yeah, that's it's rough out here. Yeah, it, it is. It <laughs> is. Um, that is one of them jobs that, you know, I would never want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be put in that position. I would not want. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got some empathy. I hate the system and I hate that particular job. Yeah. I don't hate the people, right? right. But <laughs> that's a job, man. I, yeah. would, I would just not want that job. Just ruin people's days. Yeah. Like, uh, what's what's the what's the? Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the job. The <laughs> no, tax collector. No, not not, not tax collector. The the when you service people, like when you uh, oh the, the uh, yeah uh, processor server uh, Pro- <laughs> yeah processor server yeah yeah I, I keep thinking of the movie uh, pineapple pineapple express <laughs> <laughs> yeah with uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, that's, was a, a, that's an awful job too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, those guys—they're in and out. Yeah. You know, and they just leave you with something. They don't take your car from you. Yeah, there's, there you, you go. Know. Yeah, that, that's fun. A, that's a rough. That's a rough gig. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I certainly wouldn't want that one either. All right. But, uh, but so we did say that there is a silver lining of sorts. Sure. Uh, so last month, September nineteenth, uh, City Hall, uh, City Council, yeah. they did vote. Uh, unanimous, unanimously to overhaul the parking fine structure, right? And this is a big deal. Uh, it's a big deal because, uh, as I mentioned before, this has been a punitive system. It's it is uh, sure. really impacted, in particular, black and brown communities yeah. more so than anybody else. Uh, and you think about working families once again, uh, and just working individuals yeah. uh, being able to pay those fees. So. They've restructured it, uh, and those that restructuring is supposed to take effect. Okay. Uh, I think middle of next month. I think November fifteenth. Yeah. So that's that's a win. Yeah. Uh, Mayor, you know, Mayor uh, Laura Lightfoot said that's one of the things that she was going to address. Right. Um, and she did. So. That's good. Yeah. Kudos. Hats off. And I want to remind you, folks, the parking revenue, ticket revenue, has been has represented. I believe like seven percent of the, of the total city GDP. revenue. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, that's a substantial amount. Yeah. Uh, just from one area, that's got nothing to do with taxes and yeah. licenses and fees. Right. Uh, that's just parking. Right. So it's not business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can they rake in more? Yeah. 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 Uh, and and we didn't really plan to talk about this, but mm. we got to mention it a little bit. We talk about revenue in the city. Yeah. We know what's about to happen next, uh, well, January. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, if, and if you if you haven't picked it up, uh, if you have not picked up what I'm putting down, uh, then we're talking about uh, cannabis is going to be legalized, yeah, yeah. right, for recreational use. And there's a, an economy that is just waiting to you know, come out of that. Now, right. of course, as Muslims, right, and of course we know the Radio Islam family, we have Muslims and we have, uh, everybody's not Muslim that listens, right? So you may have different viewpoints on this, but from a Muslim standpoint, uh, we could, I think we could universally say that's something that yeah. we're not going to be participating right, in. Right, right. <laughs> now, that being said, yeah, we also know that we also know that there are Muslims right. who are who do engage in that. Yeah, who do yeah. engage in it. Right? That's that's just real, right? We're not right. this is this is not fantasy land. Right. 
a friend of mine once told me uh, <clears throat> we were talking about a lot of the, uh, the activism, liberalism, uh, and how it's impacting the Muslim community and whatever. Um, so that conversation was a com- in a completely different context. But one thing that you know he said that I think does apply to this conversation in particular is that uh, you know he said to me, you know, Muslims, uh, oh, we're, we're Muslims, right? We're not robots. We're human beings. Right. So not everybody's always going to be perfect. Not everybody's always going to you know fit the ideal image of what a Muslim should or should not be or you know mm-hmm. you're going to come across different things that you may not like things that you may feel are unsettling or may, things that make you feel un- uncomfortable mm-hmm. as a Muslim but that's reality yeah <laughs> so and, yeah and the reality is uh, with that being introduced being legalized yeah there is an economy around it which means that now you have a new revenue source right and I'm not sure exactly how that revenue um, what what part of that comes directly to city government? What goes to state government? How you know how the city is taxing yeah. it? How the state is taxing it? I'm trying to think who we had on. We had somebody on. We talked about yeah. this before, and uh, that's probably who who we need to get back on to see sure. how that how that plays out. Right. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. So look, let's let's get back into the yeah. meats. Well, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so so yeah. So okay. I mean, you you mentioned something earlier about. Yeah. Um, the underground economy of marginalized communities now being exploited yeah. um, and how that whole dynamic might, will most definitely and inevitably change once, you know, it, this is legalized uh, coming in January. And, and I'm, I'm thinking about how that's going to now impact these marginalized minority communities. Yeah. Um, and I, now we're getting into like you know socioeconomic yeah. <laughs> yeah, theory yeah, yeah. And, and, and whatnot, which is you know I'm, I'm you know I find incredibly fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes to show that you know once once this particular quote unquote business is now exploited or or you know uh, uh, monopolized, um, what will, what will then become of these communities and and uh, you know uh, how what will will they will they seek to uh, find revenue in, and you know in, in other things right apart yeah. from this mm-hmm. um, and how will that look like how that da- how that dynamic will change uh, and how those communities will be affected overall yeah well see the inter- interesting thing for me is uh, this is kind of a replay of prohibition right right so you had um, you know the sale of uh, alcohol of, of liquor was yeah. criminalized Right, you can go to jail for it. So you had a black market economy, you know, that, that came up out of it. And the government realized people are going to continue to drink. We might as well go ahead right. and just get our money. Right. So we legalize it, we can regulate it, right. And we've got a hand in it. Yeah. Very similar to what we're looking at right now. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes to those communities, uh, in particular, once again, going back to inner city black and brown communities, uh, that have I've got to and I've got to mention this as well. Studies have shown that uh, drug usage, whether we're talking gateway drugs like marijuana yeah. or or opioids, you know, harder sure. uh, drugs, yeah. that the usage is no different, uh, no different across uh, ethnicities. Yeah, um, you know, they show the same within the city as they do in the suburbs. Uh, but that being said, when it comes to the effect of those dollars in those communities. Yeah. Right, legalizing it, they yeah they are definitely taking yeah. those dollars out of the community and yeah. basically giving it to the existing, you know, system. Yeah, power structure. You right. know? So, uh, I, I think that's the interesting thing is that had it been done in a way that would have allowed for that for those funds to um, still circulate in those communities. Yeah. You know, you, and then this is outside of any position uh, yeah. that you know you might have as to its benefit or its harm, but from a revenue standpoint, right? Right. What could those funds have done in the communities that are already, yeah, uh, you know, engaged yeah. in? Right. Right. Yeah, that's something to think about. I think you know. You, so you mentioned how uh, drug usage across all communities and ethnicities is no different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think vice. Did a documentary on uh, some drug dealers. There's, there's a few different drug dealers, and they were looking at how they go about 
you know, doing their business and how they conduct those uh, transactions and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, there was uh, there was there was a, a white drug dealer who dealt in the suburbs, mm-hmm. and you know he you know carries in bulk in his car, yeah. <laughs> and he literally he just drives around. Yeah. And he just you know, and he meets people at different locations. That you know, he makes appointments with people. And and uh, the journalist asked him something. They said, "Aren't you afraid or like nervous that like a policeman might pull you over and ask ask to search your car or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And he just very bluntly says, "No, I'm a white guy. That's not going to happen." Yeah. 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 Okay. And and, and so but, but so so, right so he's he's he's, <laughs> he's so he's acknowledging his white privilege yeah. and he's using it to his advantage. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so and, so, and then and then meanwhile, in another part of the documentary, they did another segment on another guy who also deals, but like in a downtrodden community. Yeah. You know, outside the suburbs, closer to the inner city, and mm-hmm. and uh, and they highlighted more of the struggle that comes with dealing and, and earning revenue and, and you know the day to day struggle with that. Yeah. So. Uh, that is quite telling. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> we only mentioned three P's, but that's the fourth P, right? Policing. Right. Right. And maybe a fifth, because now we got privilege. Right. So <laughs> we'll just keep on adding. Yeah. 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 Who who knew that uh, we get so much out of a P? Right. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, that definitely goes to um, just to the impact that you know how yeah. policing uh, just shapes right. movement. You know right. how it impacts movement because it's not just the the right. drug dealer right that's getting pulled over yeah it's the guy on his way to work the woman you know on the yeah. way to school or whatever right because there is a, an inherent suspicion that has been being right. uh that's the lens that yeah. law enforcement is looking at that community through yeah they're, they're already criminalized just by being there Right, and this guy is out here just driving around right. in the suburbs, just yeah. casually with garbage bags full of whatever yeah. you know product. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 wild. Yeah, but <laughs> totally, totally believable. Yeah, and we know that goes on. You know, all when time. I heard that, I, I was stunned. I was like, "Wow, this this is uh, this is real." <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the old saying? You know, you gonna catch fish where you catch your nets. So right. they're deploying policing in that manner. Yeah. Uh, so you know what I think this also I wonder uh, what's going to become of how that's going to impact policing sure right? is that going to have an impact right because how many how many folks are in jail off right. of possession of marijuana and what's going to happen to those people who are already imprisoned will their sentences be lightened right will, will they be released will they I mean how what's you know what's that going to look like yeah, you know, I think that should be the next thing. That has to be the uh, next thing. Right. Is that those folks should have their records? They should be expunged. Expunged. Yeah. Uh, anybody that is in there for distribution, especially, you know, if it's nonviolent, if it's not near yeah. school, you know. Yeah. They, they have to because it, it does not really serve. It's not a matter of justice. It's really a matter of um, just opening up a new market yeah. to people who already have money. Right. So, yeah, that's what I'm hoping to see. Yeah, uh, come out of that. We right. might have to. We might have to go. Uh, have to go march. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go march now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, man, we are moving along. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got to talk about this other P. The next P. Yes. Yeah. Popeyes. Popeyes. <laughs> Popeyes uh, chicken sandwich. Oh yeah. Now, this caused quite a stir. Indeed. Quite a stir. And it was probably the worst, best or worst example of uh, poor planning uh, that I think we've probably ever ever seen. Like, who runs out of, (laughs) I mean. A food item. (laughs) Yeah, nationwide. Y'all ran out of chicken sandwiches? Nationwide, wow. Yeah. Nationwide, but they're coming back. Now, okay, tell me. So let's let's (laughs) give me your assessment first of all of this, of of the sandwich and all that. So I did try the sandwich. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Was it as good as because I I didn't get a chance to have it? Was it as good as people were saying? It's competitors and all that. Um, It was wonderful. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was so it was so soft and tender and it was just so like illustrious in your mouth it was just like it was just it was, no it was great um i felt like i mean it was very similar to the you know chick-fil-a sandwiches mm. and, and 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 somebody might you know disagree with me on that and, and freak out <laughs> i mean no and, and I, it, it was it was very good though yeah i can't wait for it to come back and uh, uh, but no, I mean, I I just I don't understand how they ran out. I mean, I, I, the the way that I see it is that you know, as we were talking about earlier, it kind of this kind of reminds me of the whole uh, McDonald's McRib uh, yeah. sandwich. Mm-hmm. They they put it on the menu, then they take it off for a period of time, and they bring it back, and then yeah. you know. So I wonder if that was uh, Popeye's initial plan, or if they just no, introduced they ran it. Out. Yeah, they just ran out. They ran out. So their CEO he came on. I think it was like Fox News or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're grilling them like, hey, what happened? You yeah. He's like, well, we grossly underestimated uh, two things. Yeah. Number one, the impact of social media yeah. on, you know, on the demand for it. Yeah. And that's actually how I heard about it. Oh, wow. I heard about it on Facebook. Yeah. You know, people talking about, I'm, t- I'm, I'm getting off early so I can go try the sandwich. What? <laughs> you gonna leave work early <laughs> for a sandwich? <laughs> like people do that for like video game releases, I know. They do or shoe release, you know. Yeah. Like you see that in the hood all the time. People <laughs> sandwich release. Yeah, for a sandwich. <laughs> and I, you know what I started thinking about when they said that the sandwich was gone, they were out of it. I started thinking about like, like the flu shot. <laughs> like it was so. It was it was so many people trying to get their flu shot. Right. That and were out. out. Yeah. So we're on back order for a flu shot. Oh my god. But this is a sandwich. Yeah. I mean that's that's pretty doggone amazing. I mean don't don't like once they introduce a product or like an item, their manufacturers continuously produce it, right? I mean that's that in my head that's what I'm thinking of. What happened? Well, unlike <laughs> unlike Wendy's. Okay. Who, uh, who says that? Their, their meat is always fresh, never frozen. <laughs> right. I suspect that they're probably buying in bulk. Uh, and, you know, these are frozen. Right. You know, and since they're frozen, um, you know, they, they have to right. put in another order. Sure. Once again, nationwide. And I'm sure there's some that are franchise uh, franchise owned and then others that are owned by the, uh, by re- I think it's restaurant brands. Sure. International is a yeah. parent company. So uh, we're going to give a round of applause and a welcome to uh, Ivan Anwar, who has finally made it in. Assalamualaikum. It's good to have you. I, I was you. worried I was worried that you were not going to make it in before we finished. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. sorry. It took a little while. Yeah, you, you missed all the fun with parking. Oh. Yeah, but it's okay. It's yeah. all good. I heard you guys talking about chicken sandwiches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so you have anything to add on that? About the Popeyes? Yeah, yeah. Have you had I it? mean, I have I haven't tried it, um, but I remember my brother was in line for it, and he like sent us a picture showing how like the line went outside of the store. That's all I know about it, and I, all I heard is that it's almost like a Chick Fil A sandwich. Yeah. But you know, I can't I can't make proper judgment without me trying it first. But also, I don't know Popeye sandwiches has the sauce that Chick Fil A has. So that is a huge, that's a huge consideration. Right. I've had the I've had Chick Fil A. Did did it? I can't remember if they did. Well, I, I didn't have that. I didn't have it. Well, the thing is, nothing can beat Chick Fil A sauce, you know. So even if they try to replicate or copy or so make it better, it's going to be very obvious. So. Well, you know, uh, there's a growing trend. Uh, there, there's a growing number of people who keep Chick Fil A sauce with them. Oh yeah, that is on true. their person. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> in their kitchen like yes, pantry at all times uh, just in case you know some chicken uh, I don't know have you had Chick-fil-A sauce on anything else but no I, I'm not that person who takes that stuff home I mean even if I do it just stays in the fridge and I forget about it to be honest but mm. I mean that wouldn't that's not a bad idea <laughs> yeah yeah try it on see how Chick-fil-A so, sauce so I, I just looked it up the chick, the Popeye sandwich did have a sauce oh really it did and I do remember it now and it was I think I ordered like a spicy one or something like that. And it was really good, actually. So it was glorious. It was incredible. <laughs> it was marvelous. Yeah. Now, here, here's, here's what's funny. So in this relaunch, they're saying that they're going to have it out, um, I think also in a, in a few days, right? Uh, beginning in November. 
Oh God, I hope so. That uh, there was this one article. Uh, the reporter talked to a guy who owns like 150 Popeyes. Yeah. And he has hired on an additional 400 employees. Oh, wow. Just to handle the expected crowd. Wow. For this sandwich. Jeez. Talk about economy. Yeah. Wait, I wonder who came up with the sandwich. Like who, you know, like how, how it was, you know, well, thought I mean, they, of they and everything. They probably look at their competitors and they think, okay, you know, Chick-fil-A sandwiches, let's do it too. You know what's funny here? But it can't be equivalent. Like, no, how, like what, what do they taste? Like, how, how do they taste different? Well, they remember? reverse engineer stuff all the time. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's a guy from Popeyes. You know, he, he rolls through Chick-fil-A and y'all do chicken? We do chicken. Let me yeah. have the sandwich. Take it back to the lab. Yeah. Ew. Change a few Sounds things. Sounds so messed up. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they, they do their focus groups. Yeah. So they they'll hand uh, somebody okay here's here's two sandwiches one of Chick Fil A Chick Fil A right and the other is a you know our sandwich right we're not gonna say which one's which yeah which right. one do you like better right yeah that's man. well I guess more jobs for people no testing oh taste testing no 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 I'm talking about the 400 employees who are oh, hired yeah, yeah, you know I, I I worked in uh, customer service before and. Uh, wasn't very pleasant <laughs> in a restaurant setting yeah 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 oh okay. Wait, what kind of what kind of complaints come by through uh restaurant services because when i think customer service i think i mainly think of retail <laughs> and like other companies right. but not really food oh no food food especially yeah. Yeah. especially food yeah. it's brutal yeah there are two there are two areas that customer service can get really i shouldn't say two but i'll just mention two of them and that's food uh and Working on someone's automobile. Oh yeah, mm. I've done both of those. Oh yeah. So I ran, you know, auto centers, mm. uh, and and I worked at one. So yeah. I, I know exactly. I would do food and yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, say my car's gonna be ready in an hour, and they come back and it's not ready. It's not ready yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're dealing with or or you order the wrong parts and you got to reorder and then yeah. Or you need more stuff than we originally thought. Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. That one. That one really angers people. Yeah. But the food stuff, like, what's the biggest thing? Is uh, my own personal experience is pulling off and finding out that I didn't get ketchup. Yeah. Or oh, wait. That, so my, you my, would you would call custom? Wait, no, no. Sorry, I'm thinking like you calling customer service. No, no, no. This is like putting like on, on the, the line. Spot. Yeah. Oh, on the spot. Yeah, yeah, oh, front okay, line okay. stuff. Oh, front line yeah. stuff. Yeah, Excuse me, sense. sir. My, or uh, if there hair, there's hair in your food. Oh yeah, that's nasty. awful. Has that ever happened? Oh Either yeah, stuff really? like that happens all yeah. the time. Where you yeah. find stuff in it, or but, like it, so there's a rotten piece or whatever. Actually, I'll I'll tell you a story. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so back in Minneapolis, um, there was uh, you know around campus there's a bunch of restaurants and uh, a group of friends and I we went out to go eat at this one place that I don't know if I should name because I I, I I I like the place but like. Is it a privately owned Muslim restaurant or something? No, 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 no it wasn't. Okay. Don't, so, don't get us sued. So, so I'm, I'm not going to get us sued. So I, I, I won't mention the name. Yeah. But, well, why, uh, why would we be sued if we're just exposing <laughs> something that's wrong? No, because it'd be like they could false claim name. libel. Or, right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, a friend of mine was with us, and he said, "Oh, I hate eating at this place. Every single time I come here, something always happens." I'm like, "Look, relax." You know, every time I come here, it's fine. He's like, no, no, no. Every time I come here, you know, it's bad. <laughs> Something always goes wrong. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, just don't worry. It'll be fine. You just order something off the menu. It'll be okay. Just trust me. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, fine. So he orders like a turkey burger or whatever. And he's sitting there <laughs> and he's eating it. <laughs> he pulls a piece of like plastic out. Oh, like, wow. like, you know, like, uh, like, like like packaging, yeah. You know, so you know like uh, when you buy like sandwich meat from the grocery store, it yeah. comes in a little like uh, plastic container. Yeah. But then inside the plastic container, it's like wrapped in like this other plastic stuff. It was like that kind of plastic. Mm. Yeah, and it was like it was just a little. It was like a piece, and he pulls it out, and, <laughs> and it's like covered in like ketchup and mayo and whatever. And he's like, "What is this?" I was Man. like, "Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll try to get like you know." You won't be charged for it, hopefully, whatever. Yeah. Um, I called the the waiter over and tried to get it comped for him, and and uh, unfortunately, he still made him pay. But he offered to like, he offered to like give him something else off the menu, you know, 
an exchange. It was just that's was, bad service. It is. Yeah. That's yeah. bad. Is this a, a nationwide chain? I don't think so. I don't think so. It was it was in Southeast Minneapolis, Dinky Town, mm. close to the University of Minnesota. Okay. Okay. It's a good, it's a good place. You know, I, I, I like eating at, the, at this you know, place. I feel like some, sometimes people take advantage of this customer service thing. So my sister my sister was working at Starbucks at one point. Yeah. And she would talk about how there would be customers who would like order something. And they would take the drink, drink around like half of it or even 75% of it. And then they will bring it back and be like, oh, there's something wrong with this. Or, oh, I didn't order this. Yeah. You know, and just like, and in those scenarios, the employees can't really do much because then they're at risk of cu- customer complaint. And yeah. so they have to make a new drink a new drink for them for yeah. free. And it would piss my sister off. She's like, this is, you can tell when they're like being like, you know, they're taking advantage, they're just trying to get another yeah. free drink. And yeah. and it's, you know, but I've just, I, I, I wonder if that ever happens on a restaurant level where people like are not satisfied with their dish and they, ask for them to bring it back although most of the time i think that when when it happens it's usually like the first bite and there's something wrong yeah Yeah. so but coffee is an interesting one because coffee itself is already expensive right and so they're just trying (laughs) you're better off you you can get away with um asking for a you know saying that your fountain drink yeah was wrong yeah coffee that, that's Although sometimes they so. do mess it up, but like that's that's your job to correct it like first, like in the beginning, you know, right? figure out what you're drinking and then turn it back. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're making a lot of money on coffee. Right. I mean, a lot of money. People look at the you know the actual cost and what the markup is. You know right. how much money they're getting out of each, you know, can or whatever cup. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Now, uh, have either of you seen the movie Waiting? No. I think I have. Is that Ryan, the, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Andy Milanakis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Scared the mess out of me. Wait, what happened? Who's the, uh, the have you seen Jeepers Creepers? The, the main character in there, the guy, I can't remember his name. He's in it too, I think. He's got the black hair. It's kind of, um, I can't remember his name. The only people I remember, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, Andy, what's Mil- his name? Milanakis. Milanakis. Yeah. Uh, Shy McBride is in it. So what, what is this about? Uh, so it's about... Uh, I think the place is called Shenanigans or something like that. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a Bennigan's. There are no more Bennigan's anymore. Yeah. Are what's they? a Bennigan? Justin Long was his name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's a Bennigan's? Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you, my, my young millennial. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Bennigan's was a, I guess it was a chain of like family friendly restaurants. Um, uh-huh. uh, there used to be one a few blocks from us. Uh, downtown Chicago. I remember going there maybe 15 years ago. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so it was, it was like, you know, one of the, like an Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah, similar to yeah, Applebee's, yeah. right? Uh, but in this, this story was centered around this, this crew that mm-hmm. works there. Uh, and they had a game. We won't even get into the game they had, but uh, which was totally just jacked up and perverse. But... Oh, Dane Cook. Yeah. Dane Cook was in it. Yeah. And he was one of the, like, the, the chefs, line chefs. When they got customers that were unruly and disrespectful, um, they would take it out on them in the kitchen. Mm. So this one customer, uh, a female customer, she was just snarky, just really, you know, abrasive. Um, said, I didn't order this. Can't you guys do anything right? Blah, 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 blah. Lady took her, the, the, the um, uh, server took her food back to the kitchen. And the guy, I mean, they just kind of took it down the line. Yeah. Each okay. person added something. Uh-huh. Right. This one guy hawked up some phlegm. Oh, no. <gasps> no. <laughs> like into her mashed potatoes, Ew. into the gravy. Ew. Uh, and then another guy, he had dandruff oh my god and yeah he was like a little bit of garden a little salt and pepper <laughs> oh my god and then i won't i won't oh be god. too graphic i'll just say that somebody they pulled some hairs uh, to they said like alfalfa sprouts it's a little garnish <laughs> uh it's awful yeah and then like the piece of meat fell on the floor oh god i said three second rule three second rule picked it back up threw it on a uh, <laughs> on the plate and then sent it back out to her, and then they show you, the, the you know, man, Gross. the camera is right in on her. She <laughs> takes the 
the, the spoonful of the mashed potatoes oh, yeah. and she eats it, you know, exaggerating the chewing and, <laughs> and you just like, oh, wait, wait, so cringing how, on the so how, wait, so how is that exposed? Like, how did you guys know or how do people know that they did all this behind the scenes and then brought it back out to oh, her? This, this is a movie. The camera. Oh, it's a movie. It's yeah. a movie. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's a movie. Oh, okay. I thought this was real life. <laughs> Okay, I thought this no, was... that's, it's a movie, yeah. Oh god, I was like, dang, that's that's one, that's one big prank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those. Movies so she that never she realizes it in the movie. No, no. Ew! Oh my god, and you can't see anything. Oh, that's it's more flavorful. So all the things that they add to the the thing, like it's not visible. Like they no. mix it in. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the other thing is, like common sense should tell you to be respectful to the people who handle your food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Although sometimes, like, you know, I remember seeing this video on Twitter. It kind of went viral. But this lady was at Domino's. Yeah. And um, she, um, this could have been an act of racism as well. The, the lady was black, yeah. uh, black American. And the lady behind the tape, the, the cashier was, you know, white. And she's preparing her meal, her like, pizza, or I think it's a possible. I forgot what it was. Yeah. But essentially, she catches her on with her phone preparing her meal with like her bare hands in like the near the trash area near the sink where like you're, you're supposed to dispose of things and there's no like sanitation nothing whatsoever she doesn't wash her hands and she just exposes her she takes her phone and starts recording and she gets really angry and she's like don't prepare my food like this you know and the girl gets really defensive and she's like don't be recording me and she's like no i'm gonna record you so i can expose you because this is not proper like you're preparing my food and it's unfair and these two like guys behind her like basically defend the worker and they're like why are you like you know getting all mad at her basically the lady recording got really pissed she started cussing and was like you know obviously she's raising her voice and because of i mean it's that's Hold unacceptable is, is this a uh it's a black lady that's it's preparing a, the food no 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 it's a black lady who's waiting for her food to be prepared oh. but the, the lady preparing her food is just completely and it's the white lady that's preparing her yeah okay. it, it's completely ignoring all regulations it's disgusting you can see like the way she's preparing with her bare hands and it's just like on top of like the trash can and it's really disgusting i think it was a sandwich actually but um Eventually, the lady storms out and, like, you know, she's like, I'm not going to eat this food. This is disgusting. Yeah. I'm not sure if she had already paid at that point. I'm assuming she did. But, you I know. I think I remember the video do you, talking about. You know, have you was, seen it? It was a pizza place. I think it was at a McDonald's it was, or something. It was a Domino's, yeah. Yeah. But that, the, 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 the guy, worker the was, guy, like, really paranoid about her being exposed. But I'm like, yeah. you know, I mean, you kind of deserve to be if you're preparing, right. if you're treating a customer like this, you know. Yeah, she so, got her money back, though. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a, I mean, that girl should, like face consequences you know for especially i mean if you're if you're confronted for, with by a customer you should at least apologize and be like oh sorry like you know it's been a long day for me or whatever like you know and, and maybe it's all maybe or maybe she's just being racist and wants to give her like crappy food you know but like instead she just keeps doing it. she's like stop recording me like i'm gonna do whatever i want and you know like well what what kind of space because does, does that put you in because i know um those are things that i consider when i go out to eat yeah yeah. Right. I mean, because, you know, people have biases and not just biases. Right. Because that goes way beyond the level of just a bias that goes into some some people harboring some hate and really want to dispense. Oh, yeah. They want to share their pain. Yeah. And uh, that's not like somebody I'd almost rather somebody sell me a bad car than to yeah. mess with my food. Yeah. Not yeah. really apprehensive about eating anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the thing is with Domino's, like if you go to, into a Domino's, sometimes you can actually see them making the process. It's like right in front of you, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm always like, skeptical about like kitchens that are closed off in the back as to what goes on because there's so many like places out there where they're not being properly inspected and they have rats and mice just you know crawling through everywhere and there's like open pots and pans. It's like absolutely disgusting and you don't know how they're preparing your food if yeah. they're microwaving your food, which oftentimes is the case for fast food restaurants or yeah. even Chili's. Quite My often. brother worked at Chili's and. You know, like he he was he was working as a waiter for some time, and he was like, he he noticed how they just put this a bunch of mac and cheese from this plastic packet and like stick stuck it into a plate and then microwaved it and served it out to customers. He's like, this is disgusting. Like, don't ever eat at Chili's. And Chili's like branded as like a restaurant yeah. where you sit down and you have a waiter and everything. Yeah. Right. You'd expect a little more from something like that, but 
but that's that's the issue with back kitchens is like yeah. you don't know what's going on and how they prepare I, your food. I remember you were, you were talking recently about the uh, the girl at Panera Bread and how she like took out the mac and cheese from the package and put it in the microwave. I don't think <laughs> I, I I don't think it was me. I think it was Wahad who said that. But I ate the mac and cheese one oh, day. Okay. It, it, t- it like it tasted fine. Okay. But it was like it's so like it's just a rip off because it's like super expensive. I remember yeah. it was like mac and cheese and like a small sandwich for like over ten bucks, yeah. and like the mac and cheese was like not even full to the bowl. Yeah. And um, and then when I found that out, I was I no no oh actually yes it was I did mention how yeah, I saw yeah. them it was like they they meant they took it out of a plastic packet and they just poured it into the cup, mm-hmm. and I was like okay yeah. this is but this is it but isn't this the idea that you're gonna get a a home cooked meal from yeah, scratch right. from a restaurant right. in. 15 minutes when it takes you if you're cooking at home it might take you 30 minutes of prep right right i mean isn't that kind of laughable to a degree yeah yeah like are, i mean are we walking like what, what more do we, into we should place? we be expecting yeah. are right. we walking in expecting that yeah i'm about to get some homemade macaroni and cheese right or some homemade um, but they, sometimes they that. do because you're a restaurant though to have like you know maybe a big pot like constantly stirring to keep it fresh and then they could even that's fine serving that yeah versus they don't have to like start making it every time someone orders like i'm sure they would be making it beforehand but <clears throat> putting them into like plastic packets and microwaving them is like yeah it's a, uh, it's, it's a lot <laughs> yeah yeah and i i think the places that you go to that are doing like really home cooked stuff or doing stuff like that where they're mm-hmm. they got a pot going and they're just kind of keeping it yeah you know, warm and stirring it up. Those are places that you're going to pay a little more. more. Right. Oh, for sure, yeah. For your food. I went to uh, this spot out in the south um, south suburbs. It's called uh, Flavors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great food. Yeah. Great food. But I think I paid like, it's like maybe like almost 20 bucks a plate. Yeah. It's almost like Thanksgiving right. yeah. breakfast. That's what it kind of <laughs> feels like. Breakfast. But, but everything was fresh. It was just... You know, That's nice, but, yeah. but I know you know I'm not not a, I know I'm not about to pay seven bucks yeah. or eight bucks for something like that. Now here's the thing though, have you ever gotten your food with a bite taken out of it? Wow. Yeah, I mean, oh. have you ever ordered like you know, mm. say if you ordered a chicken sandwich, yeah, and it, and you opened it up and it was a bite taken out, Ooh. and be like, hey, what happened? They say, <laughs> has well, that happened to you? No, it's quality control. We oh we God. test every sandwich to make sure that it's going to be to your liking. So we have a guy here that takes a bite out of everybody's sandwich. Wow. Are you good with that? What? No. No, no. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if you're asking me a serious question or you just... No, that's not serious. No, no. I mean, you, you, if you think about hair bending your food or, yeah. you know, Gross. something like that. That's, also, also another that's thing that pisses me off, Sorry, this is the hair and the food thing. The other day I went to a restaurant. I forgot. Oh, I think it was Panera Bread. Literally, they were like standing there and their hair was like in their faces and everything there was no net on their hair and no, they're preparing cool. our food no. yeah i'm like what is this they, they can't do that there's yeah. some, your matter of fact if you've got facial hair yeah, yeah. you're supposed to cover your beard yeah, you're supposed to have that covered yeah. anything on your hair yeah. yeah you should call you know that's when you get on the phone and yeah get the health inspector out yeah you know catch these people so what we've really done folks we have substituted our last p we were, we were, we're going to get into um, public school, okay. yeah. right? That was the other P. But, uh, Aiden, you've mentioned a particular P uh-huh. two times. So that has so we had parking, we had Popeye's chicken sandwich, and we had pissed off. <laughs> pissed <Okay>. off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Like, I mentioned that twice? You did. You did. <laughs> wow, I, mean, so I seem like an angry person today. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so let's 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 wrap up with what are some of the other things that are that are pissing you off? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Does you want to start? Sorry, do you have any? Well, do you have anything? I, just, I know this is off the cuff. It's unplanned. Yeah, you caught me off guard. You know, there's that's gotta pissing be me something. off. You caught me off guard. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> Actually, no, it doesn't piss me off. Not. Um, oh man, where do I even start? If I start, we're gonna go down a dark route. That oh my probably god! Go down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say something, and and this is actually related to another P, which is politics, and we're not gonna get too deep into it. Mm. But what is really uh, what has gotten my ire is 
this partisanship mm -hmm. that is totally devoid of any principle. Yeah. Um, say what you will about uh, whether you are for the president or not. Yeah. We should be for uh, the country, and we should be for principled politics. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the Republican Party at this point has completely abandoned any type of principle, is completely yeah. unwilling to reflect or admit that this guy, uh, I shouldn't even, yeah, that this guy in office right now is unfit, um, is doing things that are contrary to yeah. the office and detrimental to the nation, uh, our present and our future. And they are unwilling to take any kind of stand because they have, like I said, they've just completely abandoned any yeah. type of principle. So are you for the uh, the whole impeachment process that's taking place right now? Yes, I am. Because I, the, the way that I kind of feel about it is that if we remove Donald Trump and then Mike Pence is then put in power, things will get worse. No, he, no, he's no. Like, because he actually knows what he's doing. I think he, <laughs> well, I think he's a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think they both, right, if the investigation leads uh, and affirms yeah. that, uh, that he's been involved when, and it looks like he he's been involved. Yeah. Mm. From what I, you know, the, the reporting that's out there, they should both be gone. Which means is that possible to, to impeach three. both a president and vice sure. president at the same time? Is it? I, I I didn't think it was. I thought because I know once you impeach the president, vice president takes over, and then. No, I think that's why we have this whole hierarchy, right? right. It goes to the number three, speaker of the house. Speaker speaker of the house, yes, that's what it is. Yeah. So. It'd be President Pelosi. Talk about those peas. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> at least she supports Parking the Popeyes. She does. She does. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's one thing that's, and that's a serious, like, thing to be yeah. pissed off about. But, I mean, minor stuff. I got nothing really minor that's really worth, you know, talking about. I mean, I have minor stuff, but it's more personal. I'm not sure if it's something I should be broadcasting. Is there somebody that you can just, like, put on blast right <laughs> oh, now? No, no. <laughs> no. It's, yeah, you know. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah, so that's my thing. Well, um, since Saudit can't come up with anything that he's... Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just... Uh, that keep... means he's at peace. <laughs> wow. I'll keep, a, I'll keep a bottle up right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Well, as always, it is uh, great talking to y'all. We've been talking about really substantive and important things. Oh, yeah. Popeye sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I hope y'all got it right this time, Popeyes. And don't have people standing in line for, for an hour or having to leave work early or showing up to get their kids late from daycare because they were standing in line to get a Popeye sandwich. Are the lines still that long? Well, they, I don't, they don't know. have we'll a sandwich see. now. We'll see. Oh. We'll see. What comes we'll back? See. We'll, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, family. We thank you all for joining us for another edition of Radio Islam. We remind you that you can find us on social media at Radio Islam USA. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts at, at Radio Islam USA. Subscribe, rate, review, and share. Uh, we thank our sponsors once again, and we remind you that the views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation, which means you can't sue us. Um, <laughs> very important. You cannot sue us. We've given you the, uh, that disclaimer. Uh, let's leave them as we greeted them. Assalamu alaikum. Let's try that again, folks. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Uh, we'll do it again next time. Inshallah.